Welcome back to Growing in His Word. I'm Pastor Joseph Mann, and today's message, we have beggars, blind people. <laughs> you may think to yourself, beggars and blind people, man. Well, Jesus is going to spit in someone's eyes today. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not going to be that gross. But back in the day, they used to take the mud, and they used to take the, the, the I don't know if it's spit, but <laughs> I guess it's spit, and they'd rub it in people's eyes who had eye infections. And Jesus, he's coming, but he's not coming to spit on people. He's coming to teach people, man. Jesus isn't a spitter, man. He's, he's a lover. And so, in chapter 9, man, it's important that you all understand the love and mercy that God has and how Christ wants to heal the blind man, but also he wants to heal the issues in your own life. Father, we come before you, Lord, and we thank you for John chapter 9, Lord. We just thank you that your Holy Spirit can come, Father. And Lord, that your desire in our life is so awesome. And so we thank you, Lord. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome back to Christ channel here, man. And welcome back to Growing in His Word. <laughs> I'm, I'm Joseph. And John chapter 9 is radical because Jesus now, He's picking up the speed, man. <laughs> he saw a man who was blind from birth. And His disciples asked Him, saying, Rabbi. Rabbi means teacher. Who sinned that this man or his parents said he was that he was born blind, man? What'd this guy do? Jesus is he's he's walking through the he's walking by the synagogue and the guy's standing there and he's blind. He's sitting there, people are going to church, or temple, synagogue, and they're coming in and out and this guy's begging, man. You ever see the people that are begging and you're like, man, go get a job. You know, you don't want to help him out. Jesus is not doing this. It's not this kind of you know, Jesus ain't spitting in the guy's eyes and telling him to get a job. Jesus is using this situation, which is radical, because Jesus is giving him an eye transplant, and he's doing it with his power. And so we see the Holy Spirit working in Jesus, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The 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 the, the Israelis and Jews are mad because before that they're throwing stones at him in verse. In verse 58, where Jesus said to them, Most certainly I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. Man, that's blasphemy. So they took up stones and they chucked it at him. But Jesus booked out of there, man. He bolted. He said, I'm not going to get rocks thrown at me. This is a radical chapter. It's awesome because this book was made. John wrote this book to not only tell you about the miracles in every chapter, but to show Jesus Christ's deity in every chapter. We can't forget about the deity and the love that Jesus has for us. Listen, John chapter 9 verse 1 says, Now as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he may be born blind? And Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. Now, Jesus is going to start working in this guy's life. Listen, he said, I must work the works of him who sent me. Look at, he's declaring already his deity. I must declare his deity. Listen to this. He's already claiming the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amazing. Listen to this. He wants to work in your life. Yes, you, podcast listener. Whoever you are listening to this sermon, this message, this podcast, God is talking to you. And you may think, how? How could he be talking to me? Because he knows every thought. 
that you have. And his thoughts, he says in Jeremiah, are good thoughts of you. He loves you. And Jesus is going to show his love in his deity right now. He's going to show everybody that this guy that was born blind and the whole neighborhood knows him. He's going to heal him. It's funny because we know people. And so here we are. We know people in our own life and they have all this sin in their life or they have these problems and issues. And Jesus is going to come up to this one person, man, that everybody knows. The beggar. It's the neighborhood beggar. And people, they get tired of it. But Jesus is going to take this man and he's going to heal him. Watch. Here we go. And he says, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. Verse 4 says, I must work the works of him who sent me. God sent him. The Holy Spirit sent him. Believers, podcast listeners, note takers, write this down. The Holy Spirit sent him while it is while it is day the day the night is coming when no one can work. Verse 5 says, As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Because when he had said these things, he spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva. And he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. Now listen to this, man. We're not talking loogies here, man. We're, we're, I mean, we don't know what it says. But it's spit. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I know it's gross, man. But Jesus took the simplest things. And he made them to heal us. Well, I mean, if you got an eye infection, go see an MD. I mean, that's, that's my thought. But know that Jesus is saying here that he could take the simple spit from his saliva and heal us. You may be going through something huge in this life. Your wife might be nagging at you a million miles away because you're wrong and you need to get right. Women don't nag. They, uh, they, they talk to us. They don't mean to. I mean, you're nagging maybe. Oh, she's nagging at me, pastor. No, listen. People are hurting. And Jesus has taken this spit and he's saying look I can I mean this may sound gross but I can spit in your eyes too Jesus can heal us Jesus wants to heal us and so it's important that we listen to God when when the Holy Spirit is using God and he is God and so the man Jesus tells this man listen and he says to him go wash in the pool uh, go wash of the pool asylum which is translated sent And so listen to this, man. And so he went and he washed and he came back seeing. Now, where did he go? Listen, where did he go? I'll tell you what happened. Jesus spit in his eyes so he could go wash his eyes out. Okay? We're going to talk about two things. Jesus is not making him, but he's telling him to go down there and exercise your faith. Jesus does something for us, but what do we do? What do we do? What we just call on God when we need Him. My car broke down. Oh, help me, Jesus. Help me, Lord. Here I am. It's Jesus in the magic bottle. That's what we see today. We see Jesus as the genie. How many rubs do I got? Jesus isn't a genie. 
We don't call on him when our car breaks or when we're dying. Or, well, when we're dying, yes. Or when we're hit by a trial, like it says in, in James chapter 1, it says, Be happy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the trial produces patience, but let patience have its prophetic work. Listen, in the book of James, it's saying that we don't need to sit there and pound on doors. Jesus saves, help, he loves you. But when God does something for us, acknowledge it. Don't call on him when you need him like a calling card. I'm out of minutes now. What do I do? He's telling the blind man, go now, wash it out of your eyes. Exercise your faith. Listen, Jesus is making some pretty big uh, bold statements here. Listen to this, you guys. The man was blind from birth. Okay? We're sinners from birth. Do you see the correlation here? We're sinners from birth. The man was born blind. We were born sinners. We were born sinners. We're going to die sinners. We're all going to die. Everyone dies. But we don't hurt ourselves. We finish the race. We die of natural causes. And we let the Holy Spirit work in us. And build in us. We don't quit. We're not cowards, man. We serve Jesus. And we serve others. And Jesus is serving him. Listen to this. Isn't it radical how Jesus is serving this blind man who can't even serve himself? Jesus is saying today, will you get out there and serve others? He's not saying go spit in people's eyes. I mean, that's gross. You don't walk up to people and say, hey, can I pray for you? No, man. You come to Pete. You serve people. How are you? You talk to them. You give them God's love and mercy. Jesus is showing his love and his mercy and his deity. And he's showing that the Jewish council leaders, that his power supersedes the power of Moses. Listen, it's important. Don't lose focus. Listen, don't lose sight. Don't lose sight. The blind man lost sight, but we're sinners. Jesus tells him to go to Siloam. And Hezekiah, it had a tunnel cut through the solid rock, okay? So they transported water from Gihon, okay, the virgin's fountain, now into the city of Jerusalem. This pool of Siloam is in 2 Kings chapter 20, verse 20, and 2 Chronicles 32, verse 30. And see, the name of Siloam means sent. And now Jesus, because Jesus had had just announced that he had he had been sent by God. He's there to prove a point to the to the Pharisees and the hypocrites in this and the, the Jewish council. He's saying that river means that pool means me sent. I'm sent by God, and Jesus is sent by God. He's healing the blind man. He's saying, "Listen, will you take your blindness? Can I make your blindness light? You may be some raver or some techno dancer or some." You know, you're drinking too much. You're, you're doing whatever it may be. You're sinning against God. And you're thinking, how do I get out of this rut? How do I get out? Jesus is saying, you're blind. You don't know me. People call me all the time. Listen, podcast, podcasters, note takers. Listen to me. People call me all the time. They say, Joseph, I have so many issues. Yada, 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 yada. And I tell them, listen, man. Are you born of the Holy Spirit? Some of them are like, what's that? This is the key. Jesus is saying that you're blind until you receive the Holy Spirit. Jesus was just trying to exercise his Holy Spirit and authority. Not in a pushy way. Jesus doesn't push you to church. Jesus doesn't push you into money. 
Jesus does never, ever, he will never push you into a choice. Jesus died on the cross so you can have that choice. It's very important. Listen, sin is a choice. And Satan is the father and liar of sin. But it's our choice. Like Adam and Eve in the in the garden. I don't care if you're even a non-believer. You know the story. Oh, the snake tricked them. It's a choice. And the Pharisees in this chapter were attacking God because he healed. He's going to heal on the Sabbath. And Jesus is going to, he's going to do a lot of work here. Listen, he tells the guy to go wash his sight. Go wash the water off. Listen, so here we go, man. We're back into verse. And we're going back here. So he takes them into silo. Listen, this. And the blind man's eyes are back. He could see. Can you imagine that? Listen to this. It's crazy. He spit in the guy's eyes. And he, in verse 7 says, And he said to him, Go wash it. Go, go to the pool asylum and wash it, man. Go exercise your faith, dude. Go on, man. And so the neighbors, check this out. You're going to trip on this one. Listen. And so, <clears throat> excuse me. Verse 6 says, When he had said these things, you know, he did that. And then he goes into 7. And, and then check this out. It says, And he said to him, Go wash your, go, go to the pool asylum and wash it. And verse 8, here it goes. Therefore the neighbors, oh my God, this is funny. And those who previously had seen that he was blind said, Is this not the guy who sat and begged? <laughs> verse 9 said, some said, this is he, man. Others said, nah, that can't be him, man. He's like him. And, he's, and he said, no, man, I'm, I'm he. I'm the one, man. He's, you know, he's going around. He's going around. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Listen to this. Your ears are deaf. Can you imagine? You, 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 can't, you, can't, you can't even hear, ever. You ever see those videos? People, they can't hear, and then they put an instrument in their brain, attached to their ears, and they can hear for the first time. It's like, wow. They can hear birds chirp. They can hear beautiful classical Beethoven. Or some people like rap music. I, some people like heavy metal, whatever it is you like. Whatever you like, whatever it may be. Well, you don't know because you're blind or you're deaf. Listen. Can you imagine the peace of the birds and the, the ocean breeze? And the, and this guy is pumped. He's tripping out. He's going to his neighbors probably and begging on their knees. I can hear, I can, I can see. And Jesus is probably calm. You know, he's not like me, all hyper. But he's, he's probably calm and he's just like, yeah, man, how do you like that? You're blind. Now you can see. And so the Pharisees and the Jewish council can't believe it. They, they want to throw some more stones. Look, Jesus can't get a break. Pow. Here we go, man. We're going on a verse. We're going to go on a better verse here. Check this out. Verse 10 says, Therefore they said to him, How were your eyes open, man? How, how did? Who healed you? How did this happen? Were you a faker? You know what I mean? It's like, verse 11 says, And he answered and said, A man called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes. And said to me, Go to the pool of Siloam and wash. So I went and washed and I received sight. Then they said to him, where is, where is he? Where is this guy, man? And he said, I don't know. And they brought him. They brought him. Listen to this. They brought him for merely. They brought him who for merely was blind to the Pharisees. Here we go, man. Here, here we go. Now the Pharisees are going to get their eyes open. Verse 14 
says, now it was the Sabbath. See, Jews didn't work on the Sabbath. That was against the law. So Jesus made the clay and he opened his eyes. And then the Pharisees also asked him again how he received sight. They couldn't believe it. He said to them, he put clay on my eyes and I washed it and, and I could see. And verse 16 says, therefore, some of the Pharisees said that this man is not from God because he does not keep the Sabbath. Because the seventh day is God rested on the seventh day and they're supposed to rest on the seventh day. And Jesus said, no, man, I'm Lord over the Sabbath. I'm Lord over the Sabbath. Jesus said, the Sabbath ain't going to wait for me. You see an ambulance come here, I got to heal him. Jesus worked on the Sabbath to show that it's lawful to be God at any given time he wants to be. It ain't about what day you worship. Every day needs to be worshipped. We should, we, we should be worshipping every single day. And I know some of you Seventh-day Adventists are going to be calling me up saying, Joseph, you know, that it's, it's Advent, blah, 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 blah. No, listen. Jesus says to worship the Sabbath every day. Every day is the Sabbath. Wake up every day and before you hit the ground with your knees say Lord Jesus thank you for this day my friend used to do it all the time his name was Daryl Daryl Love a real beautiful guy says he you know, he used to tell me every day I used to wake up man before my feet hit the ground and praise God use me for another day it's what it's about man it's about giving your life to Jesus and watching him work in your life you may be thinking to yourself oh no it's another watered down uh, message about this or that or this no man it's about you it's about Jesus opening your eyes as a sinner and saying what and seeing what he wants to do with you he wants to see what he can do in your blind eyes he wants to remove your blindness blindness causes confusion and confusion causes satanic decisions that we don't want to make and jesus is saying stop you don't need to make those decisions you have an empty heart and you're feeling empty in life because you're blind and you may be thinking how do i how do i see it's simple you read you get your eyes open you read the the pool of silo is the word of god it's it's your choice jesus gives us choice all he's doing is walking with love, healing people. Jesus is saying he wants to heal you. He knows what you're going through. He knows you can't pay certain bills. He knows you're hungry. He knows you're thirsty. But Jesus said, I will give you water. I will give you, th- I will quench that thirst. And you're like, what thirst? It's, it's the thirst is the, is the, is you being, being, uh, lost where you can't see anymore. There's so many people out there that are lost and they can't see anymore. And they're hurting. And Jesus is saying, let me open your eyes. Let me help you. Let me heal you. But the Pharisees weren't going to buy this. They weren't going to buy this. No. And so Jesus is sitting there. You know, you know he, he knows it's all going to happen. He knows what's He knows all, all the drama is going to happen right now. It's going to start right now. Here it goes, man. It's going to start in chapter, it's going to start in verse 15 when it says, Offending the Pharisees asked him again how he received his sight. Man, they wanted to set Jesus up for anything. They want to make an excuse not to serve him. Everybody has an excuse not to go to church or not to read their Bible or not. They, it's always an excuse until we're in trouble. And it goes back to the genie bottle. Jesus isn't your genie in a baba. 
Help me. Although he's merciful. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, he's merciful. But that's kind of rude, I think. I mean, okay, God, I need you here. <laughs> I'm going to get drunk though on Tuesday. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, no, I mean, I mean, I'm a sinner too. But listen, I'm not judging you guys. Listen, it's, it's, it's true. The Pharisees don't know what to do. And, they're, and they want to set him up. They don't want to serve him, man. They don't want to acknowledge that he is the Messiah. So then the Pharisees also asked him again how he had received his sight. And he said to them, hey, he proclaimed my eyes. And he, I, I, I washed like he told me and I see. Therefore, some of the Pharisees said that he's not from God because he didn't keep the Sabbath. Others said, how can a man who is a sinner do such signs? Well, and there was a division among them. And still today, there's division among them. There's division in our churches. There's division. You know, today, people can't just keep it simple. Some people just can't keep it simple. Some churches just can't keep it simple. You know why the churches, people don't want to go to church anymore? Because there's too much division. You sit over there and you sit over there. You pay this tithe and you pay that. You dress this way and you dress that way. Jesus is saying, come on, man. You guys are, you guys are, you, you, let's be real. Jesus is being real here. You know, you, you know today the church needs spit in their eyes. Not, not the people, the leaders. And I know I'm going to get a million phone calls, but it's true. We don't tell people where we sit, where they sit. We don't tell them to wear shoes. Well, uh, he might have athlete's feet. So go buy him some cream for his feet and, and put it on it for him. That's gross. And while you're at it, go wash it. Jesus Jesus washed his disciples' feet. That's gross. The Seventh-day Adventists do it. The only difference between us and them is the Sabbath. And a couple other things, but who wants to get in a fight with them? Nobody wants to fight with anybody. Well, it can't be all peace, lovey dove. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is Jesus is fed up. And we need to stop telling people... What church they can, how they can come to church. And how they worship. Verse 17 says, To the blind man again, what do you say about him? Because he opened your eyes. And he said, man, he's, he, he's a prophet, man. You know, he's, he's. But then the Jews did not believe concerning him. That he had been blind and received his sight. Until they called the, the parents. Now they got the parents down there. It's almost like he's in high school again. We got to call your parents because, you know, you were doing something in class. It, until they called his parents of him who received his sight. Verse 19 says, and then they asked him saying, is this your son who you say was born blind? How then does he, he now see? Now we got a circus. Now it's a circus. Verse 20 says, his parents answered him and said, we know that this is our son and that he was born blind, man. Because, you know, his wife's sitting there and, you know, I mean, how do you know? I gave, I gave birth to him. I seen him fall down when he was crawling. We know he's blind, man. I mean, dude, what do you guys want? Uh, and, but by verse 21 says, by, but by what means he now sees? And they're like, we don't know. We don't know. Or, or, or who opened his eyes? What we do know is he is of age. He, uh, he is of age. Why don't you go ask him, man? And he'll speak for himself. So now they're telling him, red alert, red alert. We don't know what's going on, man. And, 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 and now the alerts are going off and the bells and the whistles are going off. And now and their heads are tripping out and they're, they're like, wow. 
Something's going on here. Now the parents know that he's born blind and we don't now we can't prove Jesus is not God. Listen, we need to quit trying to uh, uh, we need to stop accusing Jesus and God. We just need to fit in to where he wants us to fit in. We have two parents standing before Pharisees now telling them that their son was born blind and we don't know. Go ask him. He's old enough to be asked. And so, and verse 22 says, His parents said these things because they fear the Jews, man. For the Jews had agreed already that if anyone confessed what he was, Christ, he would be put out in the synagogues. That their, their four parents said, you know, for their parents said, he is of a, he is, he's of age, go ask him. They're scared. They don't want to lose their heritage. They don't want their heritage. They don't want to be excommunicated for going uh, uh, and talking about Jesus. They don't want to be excommunicated. See, you know, they, they don't want to be put out of the synagogue because... That was, that was the, you know, the Jews had three types of, of, of excommunication here. One that lasted 30 days to smack your hands if you were bad. And, and you know, and then, you know, basically they couldn't come within six feet of anybody else. And, and it, just the rules and rules. Then you had the, the one where you couldn't fellowship because you might contaminate them with the truth. Then you had the one where you're expulsion forever. And these, these are very serious judgments. So... Because you couldn't talk to others. And they're all Jewish and they're all in the same neighborhood. And so these guys were scared. They had a lot of stuff to lose here. And this is what I want to talk to you about. Let's just stop right here. Let's stop. Let's stop in verse 23. Because Jesus is telling you right now. Will you will you will you will you depend on me? Will you will you will you acknowledge me? Will you stop asking for the genie in a bottle and you can have me all the time? Will you flow with me and go with me? Will you will you depend on me? Will you spend eternity with me? Jesus is saying, will you live for me? Will you stop and make that decision for me and say, I want to serve you? I want to know you. I want to grow in your word. I want to be where you want me to be, Jesus. I'm tired of partying. I'm tired of, 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 of not being where you want me to be, Lord. I'm tired of not being happy. I'm tired of depression. I'm, de- I'm tired of the hurt. I'm tired of the drama. I'm tired of people coming to me and bothering me. and They don't know what they're talking about. Are you tired of being let down? Life's a letdown. Man will fail you. Listen, life is a beautiful letdown. But Jesus is saying, if you're blind, I can restore you. I can give you peace that surpasses all understanding. I can be your God. I can be where you, I can show you where you want to be. Do you want to be happy? Then choose me. Jesus is saying, I can remove the blinders off your eyes. Are you willing to take this step and ask Jesus Christ into your heart and say, Lord, I want to be born again. I want these blinders lifted so that I can see. I want people to see what you did for me. I want people to see the blindness 
out of my eyes. I want people to see what you're doing in me. I want to be the light, Jesus. I want you to be the light in me, Father. If you want this, say, yes, Jesus, I want this. Jesus, forgive me. I'm a sinner. Come into me. Forgive me of my sins. I want the blinders taken off of me. Pray that prayer. Lord Jesus, forgive me. I'm a sinner and I want to be... I want to be born again. I want you to, your Holy Spirit to dwell in me. This, if you've said this and you, you admitted you're a sinner and you were born a sinner and you were born blind, Jesus will spit in your eyes, not physically, but spiritually, He will spit in your eyes and wash away your sins and make you see that He will love you where you're at, no matter what you look like, no matter what you think you look like, no matter what sins you have, Jesus will restore you, and He'll adore you, and He'll love you, and He will be your Father. Women, marry Him. Say, I'm tired of these men. I don't want to be used anymore. I don't want to be abused anymore. I want you to take me, Lord Jesus, and mold me like into the clay into your divine, beautiful resemblance of you, Jesus. And if you you want this, say, I want it. Jesus is there for you. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for this sermon, Lord. Lord, now as we part ways, Father, and we continue next week, we just pray for the podcast listeners out there, the note-takers. Lord, it's about you, Father. It's about your mercy and your forgiveness. We know that every sin you've uh, we've done, Father, uh, is forgivable, except for uh, two sins in my eyes. And so, Lord, as we gather today, Father, we thank you. Lord, open the eyes, Father, of the believers who don't know you, who think they're believers, and open the eyes of the people who want to know you. Lord, open their eyes. Let them see again. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys.